0: Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday August 8. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Impossible future realignment rumblings. The ACC will begin discussing the potential of adding Stanford and Cal, according to ESPN's Pete Thamel, who notes that the process is in its embryonic stages at this point. Separate calls between League ADs and presidents are playing out over yesterday and today, and one ACC source tells Thamel, it's complicated. There's a significant travel expense. I think it's going to be all over the board with both the ADs and the presidents in what they may want to do. Cal and Stanford would likely have to take a reduced share. Eventually, though, they're going to want to become a full share. The source adds that there's no windfall for the current members by adding the Bay Area schools. Meanwhile, expansion involving Stanford and Cal was not even close to happening as of last night, one ACC source tells 247 Sports's Brandon Marcello. John eponymous publisher pegs the odds of Stanford and Cal joining the ACC at 50-50 after speaking to some individuals involved in the talks. Meanwhile, an Oregon State source says the Beavers have been casting our line in every body of water since news broke on Friday, and Canzano predicts OSU and Washington State will immediately seek membership in the Mountain West if Stanford and Cal leave for the ACC. Or they could both help create a Pacific Division of the American Athletic Conference, depending on which offers a better short-term landing spot. If Stanford and Cal are not invited to the ACC, Canzano believes the four remaining Pac-12 members have three immediate options — go their separate ways, stick together and try to rebuild the Pac-12 or merge with the MWC. In Realignment Rumblings of the Past SBJ's John Aran reports Fox, CBS and ESPN last week each made last-minute bids for packages of Pac-12 games, with Fox offering around $35-40 million per year for 13 games. Aran also notes CBS engaged with the Pac-12 over the past couple of weeks, but it only put forward a bid for a handful of basketball games, around five in total. Sources had expected ESPN and Amazon to share the Pac-12's of uh, package. But as it turned out, Amazon never submitted a bid. Neither did NBC. The delay from last year, when ESPN, Fox and CBS were willing to do a deal, to last week, when all three put forth small bids, was devastating to the Pac-12. A changing media landscape, with shrinking subscriber numbers and employee layoffs, caused the networks to be much more disciplined in where to spend their money than they have in the past. Regarding Fox's role in Oregon and Washington's departure, RN reports that, my sources tell me that Fox was much more reactive with Oregon and Washington. Once the schools saw the Apple bid, they reached out to the Big Ten about switching conferences. That's when the Big Ten called Fox to see if its main network partner would help fund part of the move. NCAA President Charlie Baker in a statement to Sports Illustrated indicates he shares concerns about the impact that the recent spate of conference realignment activities will have on student-athletes' well-being. The recent conference moves highlight what I found during my review of the issues facing the NCAA, the growing gap between well-resourced Division I schools and the rest of the division is highly disruptive for all of Division I and college sports overall. I believe Division I university and college presidents, commissioners, and the NCAA should work together to explore ways to address the impact this growing gap is having on student-athlete well-being and the competitive equity issues across the division. Now live on Connect, Western Michigan AD Dan Barthalo May sits down with D1 Ticker and Connect's Kristen Urkel to discuss an array of topics, including the women's basketball locker room renovation project, the Broncos' strategic plan, the hiring of football head coach Lance Taylor and what's on the horizon for WMU. Bartholomew, we announced our strategic plan in January, so what that means for us is we've got a blueprint and we've got a foundation to build upon. We've got a story that we can tell our donors, our fan base, our staff. We've got a pathway, and we know where we want to go. We got our life skills program off and running here this past spring, and we're looking to build upon that, career development, financial management, NIL, of course. We're looking to now bring that life skills program into the community to start tying together not only engagement from a career development and mentorship standpoint, but also from a brand building and NIL standpoint. Nevada Sportsnet's Chris Murray takes a look at Nevada's efforts to bolster its athletics budget by $10 million per year, and former Wolfpack VP of Administration and Finance Vic Redding says that shortly after coming on board, President Brian Sandoval made it clear athletics funding was a priority, and, and about the same time Wolfpack AD Stephanie Rampa comes on board and we said, we've got to come up with a sustainable funding model that allows the AD to do long-term projections and allows the institution to do long-term projections. There was a perception over the years that we were not funding the basic block and tackle of the department and saying, just go fundraise for that. The donors are in a much better place where they're funding the new initiatives, the things that take you to the next level instead of funding the operating budget. Rempa remains optimistic about the Wolfpack's potential because I feel like if we're doing things right here, more so than in places I've been before, if you're doing things right here in the community and the sustainability and how you treat people and how you get involved, this community doesn't go up and down based on winning and losing. This community really supports the Wolf Pack. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T and 5 for Tuesday, August 8th We'll see you back here this afternoon.